This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Your Purpose-Centered Life. Today's show is another episode in the 10-Second Centering series. This series is designed to help you grow calmer quickly so that you can live your life purpose. It doesn't matter how clear you are about your life purpose if you live your life in an anxious and uncentered way. The 10-Second Centering technique that I'm teaching can make all the difference between living an unfulfilled life and living an authentic one. I hope that you'll follow the whole series. In today's episode, we look at Incantation 9, I am open to joy. Let's begin. Joy is the word we use for a deep, delicious feeling that sometimes arises in us just because the sun is shining and it feels good to be alive. But because of our frenetic pace, our worried mind, our existential difficulties, and our culture's injunctions against ecstatic experience, joy is in remarkably short supply. How many times a day do you experience joy? Probably very few, and maybe even none. How often do the people around you look joyously transported? Seldom, I'll bet, and maybe even never. An absence of joy is uncentering. Joy quells anxiety, dispels sadness, and promotes optimism. When we are less anxious, less sad, and more optimistic, we are naturally more centered. Picture yourself smiling, happy, enjoying yourself, and in an excellent frame of mind. Isn't that the image of a centered person? Now picture yourself rushing, your forehead wrinkled, a frown on your face, a weight on your chest. How centered do you look in that picture? Isn't that image the epitome of uncentered living? We could have a tea party with our child and feel joy, but instead we worry about our child's grades and the laundry waiting. We could pull an art book off the shelf and feel joy, but that seems like such an indulgence given all the errands we have to run. We could bake bread and feel joy, but first we'd have to wrestle with a hundred issues about calories, sugar, and carbs. Our mind makes worries and shuts the door on joy. How can we pry the door back open? We open the door by using Incantation 9. Incantation 9 reminds you that joy is available to you, that you are on the side of joy, and that joy is permitted even in a fast-paced, task-driven, no-nonsense culture. You can use Incantation 9 in conjunction with Incantation 3, the Name Your Work Incantation, to create a powerful 20-second invitation to joy. You might use Incantation 9 and Incantation 3 in the following kinds of ways. I will take a long walk and I am open to joy. Or I will commune with art, and I am open to joy. Or I will get a little sun, and I am open to joy. 
or this meeting will go well and I am open to joy. I'm sure you get the idea. Suggesting that we might find joy in our lunch hour or on our next meeting is hardly a habit that most of us cultivate. Because we don't cultivate that habit, because we rarely announce to ourselves that we're on the lookout for joy, we miss opportunities to experience joy and we miss the centering advantages of feeling good. Give Incantation 9 a try right now and start to lobby for more joy in your life. When you do, you might get the following sorts of results. Sandy explained, quote, I used to mistrust my feelings of joy and kept my nose to the grindstone. Expecting the worst was what I was taught, both at home and at school. It wasn't until college that someone pointed out that the faith I was brought up in could be joyful, the service a celebration. I thought they were nuts. I was brought up to believe that work was just that, hard, difficult, and joyless. And the belief system creeps in and under and around all of my experiences. I can see that I have a real fear of joy. I fear that if I let myself feel it, nothing will ever be the same. And what if that feeling goes away? Won't that be worse than not feeling joy at all? But I'm trying to use Incantation 9 to support the idea that joy is a good thing. I've also put words like play and joy and happy into my work naming statement. Still, I keep feeling like I'm cheating and that I'm going to get caught. Those old beliefs are so hard to get rid of. Unquote. Were you brought up to believe that life had to be hard and work joyless, and that even your religion demanded duty, not celebration? Erase those tapes now. Picture yourself running a high-tech machine whose only function is to erase the idea that joy is impermissible. Turn the machine on. Feel it warm up. Hear it begin to whir. Experience joy well up within you. Tony explained, quote, I go back and forth on joy. Sometimes I feel like it's our birthright. Other times I feel like it's too much to expect. Still, I make it my business to try to smell the roses along the way, even if I have to be prudent in how I share that experience with others. I remember one time when my friends and I were in a casino, we yelled with joy when we won 50 cents. The woman at the machine next to us glared at us like we were her worst enemy. I've even heard people say that it's not appropriate to love a friend. Only families should have that honor, and friends should simply be liked. Yeesh! What are people thinking? Maybe you will need to be prudent about when, where, and how you share your joy. Or maybe you can become an ambassador for joy. Either way, experience joy and shed the negative thoughts and feelings that uncenter you. Monica explained, To my mind, joy doesn't arrive in your face in a way that can't be ignored. Rather, it's small and quiet and extremely easy to overlook. It also seems related to gratitude and appreciation. I've heard that's why gratitude journals and thanking exercises are so successful, because they involve a deliberate attempt to look more closely and name the things in everyday life that you can be grateful for. I think that joy springs from that type of mindset. So I'm going to give Incantation 9 not only a try, 
but to remind me to be open to joy and also to remind me to be thankful for what life has to offer and appreciative of what I have. What if joy is sometimes small and quiet? Then you will have to grow still to not miss it. Use incantation 1, I am completely stopping, and incantation 6, I embrace this moment, to steady yourself before inviting joy in. In this way, you will have created a 3 incantation, 30 second sequence, perfect for bringing small joys to your attention. That ends today's show. Hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for another episode of Your Purpose-Centered Life. If you've subscribed to Your Purpose-Centered Life, you won't miss a single episode. To subscribe, please visit personallifemedia.com or look for Your Purpose-Centered Life in iTunes. You might also want to visit my blog, where many guest correspondents write about issues of interest in the secular humanist, skeptical, free-thinking, existential, and atheist traditions. My blog is available at theatheistway.blogspot.com And I hope that you'll visit my website to learn more about my books and services. To visit, please have, head over to ericmazel.com That's E-R-I-C-M-A-I-S-E-L dot com Thank you for listening. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com 